Hi, welcome back to the Chasing Tone podcast. I'm Travis. I'm Max. I'm Brian. And we're going to try something new. And I'm a little bit afraid of change, but... We fear change. We're gonna, I, we fear change. You know, like Sh- Sh- Cheryl Crow said, <laughs> change would do you good. I don't... Uh, what's Ch- that mean? I think it changed... Like change in your pocket? Oh. It, it does go jingle. Oh, oh, I do know that song. Yeah. Okay. Do you know that one? I do know that one. Okay. But <laughs> we're going to try to do, we're going we're gonna to try to double up and do two podcasts a week. Bum, bum, bum. Did, wait a minute. Did we, we talked about the, uh, the dramatic hamster, didn't we? Did you ever look that yeah, up? I did. It's yeah. hilarious. Did you ever look it up? I did not. Oh, man. We're doing it after this. <laughs> Max, get on your phone. <laughs> look it up, monkey. <laughs> look it up, monkey. You know, by the way, you know how you guys are always making fun of me when I say, hey, look it up on your phone or whatever. And you're yep. like, let's just stop the podcast. <laughs> I was listening to the Bob and Tom show, and Christy Lee actually Googles stuff while they talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, I'm just saying, I'm next level. Buddy. So what you're saying is we need Christy Lee on our podcast. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> We'd probably, probably get some actual listeners. <laughs> Actually, the, the shows that people hate the most, the ones where we get off topic, statistically, are our best episodes. So, but we're not going to get off topic because you guys hate me. Yeah. They hated all of us, though. Maybe I should person, just say... That person hated all of us. Maybe I, wish I should just die. do this. Hey, Pedal Genius, speak. <laughs> speak, monkey. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is going to be a really boring <laughs> podcast if it's like this. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Couldn't I'm do back. it. Couldn't do it. Okay, so I'm, I'm hijacking it because apparently that's what I do, but... No, you're good, man. Um, I like the first thing on this list. What is your favorite recorded plexitone? You guys are going to completely make fun of me, and I tell you mine. Duh. Everybody's in the world's going to make fun of me. What is it? Scorpions, old school. That's no, Scorpions. dude. That's great. That's really? great. Yeah, it's great tone, man. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely modded plexi, but I mean, it's yeah, yeah. You know, but it's hot rod plexi. I yeah, guess. right. Do sure. you know that? I do. Okay, now wait a minute. Define early scorpions because it's all pretty early at this point. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking like a, I remember the name of the album, but I think there's No One Like You is a great, like, I have guitar to check tone. It I'm really not like that familiar. So You've I, heard Rocky Like a Hurricane. Yeah, right? of course. Okay, same yeah. sort of tone. Okay, cool. That I do know. Sure. But, you know, I like, to, it, it, I like to educate myself. I almost posted something on, on the Facebook page. I'll probably go ahead and post it anyway, but I I think I've talked about this before, like trying to educate your stuff on things that number one you're not familiar with, and number two things you may not like. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. instance, I don't know anything about modern metal music. I don't much. I mean, other than like Ola's stuff, I've listened to that. Right, bit, right, right. I mean, like, uh, what's it? Periphery. Sure, but sure. no. See what I mean? I don't even know that much, but like. There's a debate going on to where some people are saying that solid state make for the best metal tones. I've you know I've heard that throughout the years di- yeah. in different periods of time, but yeah, yeah, it and, seems and to Randall, go in like ebb and flow there. Right, R- Randall's kind of been, I think. I mean, I could be yeah. totally wrong, but I think they've kind of been like the metal amp, like a, like a Strat is like the blues guitar, right? Or and I, well, it's I, the guitar, period. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what genre you're playing. <laughs> but I know, like. Um, 
especially like during the Dimebag Daryl days. You know what I mean? But yep. yep. I'll be honest, I hate that tone, except for that style of music. It fit that music. Though. Yeah, it fit him perfectly. But okay, that was a little off topic from the plexi tone. No, no. But but yeah, it's like, but yeah, there was an article I almost posted where this guy made a really good argument for like the the best metal tones ever recorded. And you know, uh, he went into like even that wasn't quite metal, but Eddie Van Halen's solo for "Beat It." That's solid state amp. Is it really? Yeah. If you go back and listen to it, you're like, "That's Eddie." Huh. Yeah, because basically he was in the um, he was in the studio. Okay, so do you know the story behind that tune? Hmm. I forget who the producer is. It's a famous producer. Oh my gosh, that makes the story a little bit less cool. But basically, the producer called in Eddie because they were in the same studio and they were recording the track for Michael Jackson. And the producer came in and said, "Hey Eddie, do you mind coming listen to this? I I could hear your guitar solo on this." And um, and I guess Michael was totally cool with it. And I guess Eddie actually came in and wanted to rearrange the song. Really? And I guess he had some role in the production of that actual tune. Really? And I guess Michael Jackson was totally cool with it because he knew of Eddie. Right. And he was like, here's this rock star who like, you know, was called in to do a guitar solo instead of just doing a guitar solo, like cared enough to say, hey, what if you put this here? What if you did that? What if you did that? Right. But I guess he just used the gear that was already there. And it was some solid state kind of preamp thing. Hmm. It may have been like the ADA one or something. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, but that's got tubes in it though. Does it? Okay, right. so it wasn't that. one. Yeah. But no, it's um, yeah, and you could find the information on the interwebs. But I just thought that was kind of a cool. Hmm. Yeah, I know. didn't know that. And I mean, obviously, that's Eddie saying that he had a role in it in the production. But he said it, that you know Michael really appreciated it, which I think that's cool. That's cool. You know, but. So anyways, this article makes it, I'll post it on the Facebook page, but it makes a really good argument for, um, for metal music, you know, and, and solid state amps. But hmm. okay, off topic. So Scorpion. Scorpion, probably that'd be my like uh, ideal plexi tone, I guess. Right. Max? Besides ACDC, of course. Right. Well, yeah. yeah it's so classic. That's a given. Yeah, it's, it's, I think obvious for me, <clears throat> Hendrix. That be Hendrix. Okay. Which, what, what tone? Oh, man. Um. The whole Axis Bulls Love album is pretty awesome. The, the one that grabbed me as a kid that was I got a DVD of the Isle of Wight. His live yeah, performance there. He was so out of tune there. Though. He was, but like just some of the notes he hit, some of the tone he hit. I was like, that was my first real experience yeah, with Plexi Tone. He was actually okay, obviously you guys know I'm a huge Hendrix fan. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess he was having a terrible night that night. And yeah. if you go back and listen to it, you can hear him struggle with his rig the whole night. Yeah. And it's like and it's a shame. I mean, there's some great stuff on that record. But he was, Hendrix was one of these guys that could really walk that fine line of being able to control his feedback, hmm. you know? And this, I mean, if you listen to it, it's like the harmonics coming through the amp were just, I, I don't know, man. Something was just not right with his tone. Because that's like my least favorite Hendrix oh, really? plexi tone, yeah. See, for it's me, my least favorite. I went from like listening to like, you know, some blues and the Beatles, and that was my first real Hendrix experience. And for me, it was like. Get it? Hendrix experience? Uh, uh, see what I did there? <laughs> no, but for, for a kid that never heard that, yeah. you know, at like 11 years old, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. I mean, mine is obviously Hendrix, but mine. A lot of it was the miking and the drum mics picking it up and everything, but it was that Band of Gypsies yeah. record, the Fillmore mm-hmm. record, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Specifically, I've said this to you guys a ton of times, Machine Gun, the version, mm-hmm. I believe it, because they recorded that over two nights. It was uh, New Year's Eve 69 and New Year's Day of 70. Yeah. And I believe the, 60, the, the New Year's Eve version 
of um, Machine Gun. That version is the reason I play guitar. <laughs> Never wanted to play guitar, and then I heard that, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and that's why, and I'll never forget, like, before I could even play a note, I went into a guitar store, and I played this song, and I was like, what's, what's going on there? And the guy goes, that's a univibe. Let's <laughs> begin your love. I'll take it. <laughs> we were like, we don't have one. Damn it. Now I've got to find a boutique guy to build me one. Yeah, yeah and, and so that, that's a great plexi tone. Um, obviously, ACDC. Um, it's not plexi, but it's plexi inspired. I love the old Cream era Clapton stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a blues breaker. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically, mm-hmm. imagine a plexi with a solid or with a tube rectifier. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Hmm. It's a, which is basically like, really, that was kind of like a Fender Bassman, just with a different right. tone stack. Right. You played, so, you played a Plexi live, though. Huh? You played Plexi's live. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. But, so a lot of the Cream era live stuff is all Plexi. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of it still is Bluesbreaker. Is it? Yeah, because if you notice, they'll have like the combos, or they'll have a JTM 45, which is yeah, the yeah. head version of a Bluesbreaker. But they look Didn't, exactly like Plexi. Didn't Joe Walsh use a Plexi on like Rocky Mountain Way? No clue. That I don't know, but yeah, I tell you some some tones that I really I really dug is like the uh, the old Sound City amps, mm-hmm. which That's are really cool. really close to Plexi's, and of course the high watt stuff. But right. Plexi tones has got to be the Band of Gypsies record from the Fillmore man. Oh, so good! And weird. of course the Woodstock show was good, but I'm a huge Hendrix nerd. I can actually <laughs> I can actually. I can actually hear a live Hendrix version and based off his guitar tone, tell you which record it is. <laughs> That's stupid. No, I know you're a nerd. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man, that's, uh, that's my, definitely my favorite plexi tone. Okay, you just want to move down the list then? Sure, we can do that. Let's move it on down kinda, the list. That can kind of segue into uh, John Underdunk's question. Underdunk. Under, underdunk. I'm not making fun, but that is one of the coolest last names I've ever heard. That is underdunk, but that's so cool. You know, it's not like Wampler. It's not like you know. I, all right. I'm, get, a, I'm getting off topic, and you guys can hate me. Send hate <laughs> mail to max at wamplerpedals dot com. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me enough. Or just text him at yeah. yeah. No five 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 one two one two. That's information. But um, but anyway, Max or Brian and I. We're at, it was my fr- it was my first Long John Silver's experience. But we, you and I went to go get lunch one time and, and went to Long John Silver's. Because we were eating healthy that day. Oh, my God. I'll <laughs> never eat it again. Oh, my God. This is really greasy. All I know is toilet paper companies love me that day. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's, that's so nasty. Gross. See how I did that? I went that extra step uh, and put the visual there. Yeah, You're welcome. But anyways, so. somebody called and Brian's looking at his phone. And, oh yeah, this, and is, this is terrible. He sees a number that he doesn't know, and he just goes, "Brian Wampler here," and of course I didn't think anything of it. Well, somehow it was some customer that just got your phone number somehow. Yeah, and then he was like, "I thought it was Wampler," and you're like, "Nope, Wampler." <laughs> and I said, "You watch, it's going to spread now because he's going to be like, I heard it straight from the horse's mouth. It's Wampler, <laughs> right from Brian Wampler himself." Yeah, because right at first I thought it was someone like messing with me. If I remember, yeah. if it was that one, I was like, "This has got this has got to be some money messing with." Yeah, me. no, that's all. And then you got off the phone. You're like, "I don't know why I answered that. I never answer calls that you know. I don't know who it is." 
But that's my favorite thing to do on the phone. I remember talking to a customer that doesn't know the proper pronunciation. Like, yeah, I love the Wampler player. I'm like, oh yeah, the uh, Wampler Plexi drive is great. Yeah, I'll just say it nonchalant. Right. <laughs> my favorite one too is uh, I get that too. The the Plexi torsion. Plexi torsion. torsion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, the Plex torsion. Yeah, that's a great pedal. Yeah, that Plexi torsion. What do we have? No. The, uh, <laughs> they're they're the not all from Southern Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, south of Indiana. Dude, that's like everything. <laughs> that's like saying south of Canada. That's no, be North Montana. That'd be North Montana, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm joking. Canada, don't hate me. Oh, Canada. It's a, that's a nice McDonald's. My McDonald's tea. This, this podcast there. brought to you by McDonald's Not sweet really, tea. I wish. Unsweet tea. Unsweet tea. I made a guy mad today. I'm sure it makes some people mad on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Let's just continue on with the hate here. Uh, okay, yeah, this is the hate Travis thing. But the, the semi driver that was delivering precious pre frozen fake food to McDonald's pulled up in the drive thru, and it was a semi driver, so I laid on my horn because mm-hmm. I needed my tea. So he moved off to the side, and then he was mad at me because. You know how they have two drive-thrus? Well, yep. I went in the one he was closest to, which meant he couldn't pull around. Right. And I didn't mean to. You know, I meant. I mean, I meant to honk at him, but like, I didn't mean to like get in his way the second time. He got all mad at me. <laughs> I wonder what his favorite plexi tones are. I know, right? So, anyways, John Underdog's question. John Underdog, that's right. Take it, uh, okay. Pedal genius. The general consensus among most guitarists I know is that you should turn the amp up very loud in order to get the best overdriven tone. But if you're using pedals for drive, what effect does the amount of volume have on the tone, Vinny? The volume from the amp, what effect does that have on the tone? Okay. So, so I mean, like, you know, if, if, you, um, if you have a very loud amp, it's overdriving, mm-hmm. and you're using pedals for drive, mm-hmm. um, how's that going to affect pedal tone? Immensely. Oh, tons. Yeah. Immensely. I tell people, like, you know, if you're using, like, like Pinnacle or Ple- Plexi Drive or anything like that, you really want it kind of more clean headroom, you know? I, I'm going to disagree really? just a little bit on the Plexi Drive. Pinnacle, totally agree. Plexi Drive, if you ran the gain down on a Plexi Drive on a cranked amp. Yeah, oh, I can see that. I can oh, see man. that, yeah. But you're right. Yeah. If you're using it for, like, if high you, gain. If you're using the gain up, it's going to get kind of fuzzy if your yeah. amp's overdriven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. You know? But if you're running at lower gain, it's like kind of an always-on pedal just mm-hmm. to kind of, like turn that overdriven amp into a plexi mm-hmm. style amp well that, that gets oh, kind of glassy when you turn yes. the highs down too kind of like yeah a, a, it's kind of like awesome. a plexi wood yeah imagine that <laughs> right i don't know why i designed it that way it's weird well, i think I, you know what i think you just made a tube screamer and you're like i'm gonna call it a plexi drive. Uh, that's everything's a tube screamer <laughs> everything so the pinnacle I tube screamers <laughs> sovereign Did tube screamers say, i knew yeah, it and if you have any uh suggestions on that i can contact uh brian at Walper. <laughs> <laughs> Because don't email me about every time. I don't know. I'm going ch- to forward my address to you real quick. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so go ahead. So, yeah, I mean, my favorite way is to, like, for using, um, okay, let me rephrase. Let me, let me back up and restart <laughs> that. <laughs> so, my favorite way of using overdrive and distortion pedals is with a clean amp. Not, yes. not, like, not like clean like it's, uh, you know, barely up. And there's no compression. I right. like to have it just almost breaking up. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're actually moving a lot of air. I think right. I think the moving air makes a huge difference. Which comes down to I want to interject, but it's totally tone related. So 
but <laughs> it's totally tone related. It's Travis pointing at the camera yeah, so angrily. Don't, don't hate me, but the, the podcast, the audio listeners, are like, what did he do yeah. there? So uh, I posted on the Instagram, which is Chasing Tone Podcast, but at Chasing Tone Podcast, but uh, a picture of a Rivera amplifier. I saw that. Okay, that's well, yours, right? Yeah, I've had this amp for ten years, but when I got it, it sounded a little boxy, so I took it out of the existing cabinet. And then I put it in. JD Newell made a cabinet for mm-hmm. me, and um, but for some reason it just wasn't sounding that good to me anymore. You know, tastes cha- tastes change. So I decided I was going to put it back in its original cabinet. Problem was the original cabinet was in several pieces and has been sitting in my garage for ten years, and that's where I used to put my lawn fertilizer. So the amp reeks of lawn fertilizer. But anyway, but if you sit out in the yard, man, you'll have a great lawn, <laughs> yeah, right? Green grass. <laughs> but um, but I, this is a this is a tip. Um, do not. This is. I need to. I can't stress this enough. Do not do this opposite. But if you have an 8-ohm output of your amp, you can go into a 16-ohm speaker, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay, but keep in mind, if you reverse that, you're going to stress your output transformer. You're going to stress. I wouldn't even do it on a vintage amp. Even though what I'm doing is completely safe, I still wouldn't do it on a vintage amp. But I I found that by putting a 16-ohm speaker with the 8-ohm output, it's a WGS Reaper, Mm -hmm. that it added mid-range. And lowered headroom, and I was able to get some unbelievable tone because I was moving air in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. You know, so that kind of ties in with what you're saying about moving air, and it also ties into the fact that I could get more saturation out of my amp and use drive pedals. Right. And dude, it's as a great tone. I can't believe that I haven't played that amp in so hmm. long. Can't believe it, man. Hmm. And it looks sweet because I got new corners for it. <laughs> and I took, and I probably, I don't know if this is safe or not, but I used Windex. To clean it and then armor all to shine it. And it I, I like to take mine out in the yard with a hose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max, my amp's dirty. <laughs> clean, clean it, monkey. monkey. <laughs> but okay, a little off topic there, but not that off topic. No, that's good, man. Okay, that's good. So, so yeah, that I mean, wraps that, us up. Yeah, that that kind of wraps that up. Unless you have anything to add, we didn't even talk to you about that. No, I'm trying not to be hated this episode. Trying not to be hated. Yeah. <laughs> You're hated somewhere. I know. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, somebody out there hates I me. I don't like your face, and I don't like the face that it's on. <laughs> <laughs> die, monkey, die. Yeah. So, but what we're gonna do, like I said, we're gonna start to try something a little different. We're gonna try to feed you two podcasts a week, although they may be a little shorter. That being said, we're already probably thirty minutes in this. Oh no, we're only twenty. But when okay. like nineteen, something like that. Oh yeah, that's, that's fine. So we're gonna try to to uh, bring you a couple more. So that being said, please leave us a review on iTunes if you dig it. Um, if, if you're watching if, on YouTube, yeah, if, comment. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, yeah, I mean, we get a lot of great feedback on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, not great feedback, <laughs> but great we get a lot of feedback. Yeah, we get a lot of feedback. <laughs> I see your comments. But I mean, I mean, seriously, I'm I'm cool with no, the yeah. negative stuff as well because that yeah. tells me kind of like people Things saying, to ignore. "Don't do this, right. or do this." <laughs> right? No, you're, <laughs> you're right. And, and and the thing is, is I've told you this countless times. And this, we are so fortunate in this business that we can get instant feedback. Right. You know, mm-hmm. in a lot of industries, you have to have focus groups. You have to have all this stuff that goes down. And hire people to analyze all your right. advertising. With so us, we just ask you. 
Yeah, with, with <laughs> us, we say leave a comment or we Thanks. go to the gear page. I mean, it's so mm-hmm. cool. But so no, I don't. I don't mind the negative stuff either. And yeah. If anything, it I'm just glad I don't get me. fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but leave us a review. Um, I, one thing I'd really like to know in the comments to YouTube is if you appreciate multiple podcasts that are a little shorter. Yeah, which one do you want to see? You want to see yeah. two podcasts a week shorter or one longer podcast? Yeah, one longer. So, yeah, that's you know? the question of the week. So, also, yeah, and that also... It, the QOTW. Uh, boom. Hashtag. Q- hashtag. Qu- Q- Q- question of the week. <laughs> yeah, question of the week. But, um, so check us out on Instagram. Check us out on the face page. Uh, send us emails at max at wamplerpedals.com. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> okay, no. No, you can't so, if you need to. Yeah, if, it, if it's like, you know... Send us your dumbest Dire. joke, and we'll send you a free guitar pick. A guitar pick? Yeah. <laughs> as long as you, you, as long pay, as you pay for shipping. <laughs> Don't say that we're out of guitar picks, jerk. <laughs> no, no. I, I got a bunch of guitar picks. They won't be a Wampler pick. <laughs> like Dunlop or something. a guitar pick. Yeah. A it's like the, the factory rejects you buy like in the bags with the like the yeah. printings off and stuff. That's all I use. Seriously, you can buy like a gross of them for five bucks. Yeah, exactly. And it's so funny because I spend all this money on tone, right? And then... The thing that it starts with, the pick. Nah, whatever. I just send fingernail clippings. (laughs) There's there's my picks. So, (laughs) until next time, I'm Travis. This is Brian. This is Max. And think about his fingernail. (laughs) 